What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 46 of Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett, and I'm here with my co-host. What it do, what it do, this is Jalen Prince. Right now, hey, I'm so, enjoying... Dog. Mm. Right now, if you hear me smacking, I'm going to try to mute my, um, my microphone as much as I can. This is the first time I ever got Slim Chicken. <laughs> so shout out to Slim Chicken. This is the first time I ever got you. I'm impressed. It's still not it's still not better than Zaxby's because I grew up on Zaxby's in my hometown of Meta, Georgia. So oh. like that's not great. But Slim Chicken, not to mention, dog, it's cheap. I'll I'll live and die it's, by Popeyes. Okay, you got me there, but I'll live and die by because here's the thing, here's the thing. Dog, do you what? remember when the chicken sandwich broke out? I do. Now here's the thing with Popeyes. Now while Popeyes isn't the most consistent, when the Popeyes is hidden, it's undefeated. Are when clear? the Popeyes is off, it's one of the worst ones out there. But when the Popeyes is on, it is the best chicken sandwich in the game. And I don't care. You, I'm not mm-hmm. wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not wrong. Yes, you are. No. It's the same. When Popeyes is hitting, when Popeyes is hitting, everything else is better. But when we talk to chicken sandwiches, you can't top chick fil Overrated. No, it's not. Overrated. No, no, we will not do that. We will, okay, we're gonna get. Hold on. Okay. If we start getting, if we bring back old guests into the show, if we bring back old guests to the show and we do the end of it, we got to do another segment. Popeyes or Chick Fil A? Probably. Chicken sandwich. I'm leaving this whole thing, and this is fantastic. <laughs> like, Welcome back to it. That's what we're going to do. We'll come Welcome back, back to an well, untraditional we start to the show. <laughs> I love it. So we had a lot going on. So you're actually, you guys are getting two episodes this week as of recording this. So we got one episode that we recorded over the weekend for NFL schedule release. It's coming out on Wednesday. And then we have uh, this episode should be coming out Saturday this week. So a little Saturday morning sports talk kind of thing. So we got a lot to get into. When this comes out, there's going to be... You know, a couple different topics. Like I said, we pre-record these, so be nice. Uh, we got to get into one thing before anything. Uh, Jalen, uh, we we need to address Jason Tatum by his his real name, which is uh, him. <laughs> Jalen Tatum. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jason Tatum. Good we God. Got, we got it. We got to be careful about calling him him. All right, because there's Hemi Butler. There's, there's him Henry the, Butler. There's 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 him from the Powerpuff Girls. There is Jason if Tatum. You know you know. <laughs> it, it, oh. Like that, like that, forever gonna be him. To Throwing me. out the like, Powerpuff Girls. That's reference. a night. That's right. a nightmare. I'm sorry. That was him. No, I'll give a you nightmare. that. I'll give you that. But I will. I will. Uh, bro, bro. Jason yes, Tatum. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. That one. Take him. Mm-hmm. I Tatum. like that one. I liked it. He set a game seven record. Fifty one points. 13 rebounds, four or five assists, and is now the owner of the Philadelphia 76ers. Along, no, he's co-owner. He's co-owner. Because, let's see, Jimmy Butler, he's part owner. That's true. Trey Young is another owner. Mm-hmm. Um, Life is another owner. <laughs> Celtics fallen out, dude. I told you I wasn't worried. I told you I was worried. And there's two things I want to get into before we get way too down this road. I want to get into two things. Is one, there's been people talking about how, like, were there some questionable calls of the game? Absolutely. And I will give you, you know, if there's questionable calls, you know, I'll, I'll bring it into question. 
Like when Harden hit that step, when Harden hit that three and it was a game four after Tatum pushed off on Maxi, like, yeah, that was a push off. And I'll give you that. Yeah. That thing now, cool. if they body you by a whole quarter's worth of points, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they body you by a whole quarter's worth of scoring. The Sixers could have had a fifth quarter where the Celtics didn't put up a basket and they still would have lost. That's what I'm – this was just domination. They're talking, oh, well, the, the ref is, you know, 30-2 and two whenever he refs – or the Celtics are 30-2 and two when this ref's in charge. Fine. And if that's a five-point thing, then, yeah, we can bring some of that into question because the NBA definitely has a refing problem. But when they beat you by 30, it doesn't matter. Celtics absolutely bodied Embiid, and Embiid said some of the most ignorant crap I have ever heard. I'm sure you got Doc Rivers in the back. It's not, it's not Joel's fault. It's not James Harden's fault. You know, we're going hard. It's a team effort. It's a team win. It's a team loss. You know, it's, it's, it's not Ben's fault. Certainly not Ben's fault. Ben's not on the team anymore. Okay, so let's <laughs> so let me get this straight. So for football, we have mm-hmm. the Bill Belichick voiceover. And, mm-hmm. and now we, we have the Doc, Doc Rivers. Rivers. We got Doc Rivers. We got Doc Rivers in basketball. Do we got, yeah. any, do we got anything for co- Shoot, do we got anything for college football? Uh, we can do well, fake well, southern. We can do fake southern accents like uh, Brian Kelly down in Louisiana. Ooh, that one's gonna be tough because mine is actually real. I, I, I mine, mine trickles out every now and then. I That's, would do like I would do rednecks, but like I got too much respect for him to try to make fun of him. We'll, we'll come up with a college football accent. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out and do that. One's easy. Um, what about what about baseball? Do we get anything from no? No, no, no yeah, we'll it, it's not that um, baseball just started getting back relevancy. It, it's not that entertaining. We'll get there. We'll be all right. We'll find one. Okay. Um, but yeah, we got we. You got Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is the coach. You know, he's just he, he coaches. That's, that's about it. Couple things. So I want to give your <laughs> I Celtics. Apologize. I want to give your Celtics a lot of the flowers. You mm-hmm. mentioned how they blew my thirty. No, they were shoot. I think they were shooting close to forty, on uh, like uh, mid forty percent from three. They came to play. Tatum couldn't. I want He couldn't miss. He was hot. Dude had four. He had fifty one. Uh, but we started to see a trend. Um, game seven of the first round, the record belonged to Steph Curry when he had fifty. Mm-hmm. Game seven of the second round. Uh, got 51 by Jason, Jason Tatum. It's only right for somebody to get like another game. Se- we get another game seven, and somebody bust 52. We get 53. It wouldn't surprise me. But uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about the conference finals a little bit later on in the show. But look, Celtics came in fully motivated. That hey, mm-hmm. I think Jalen Brown even challenged the fans to show up and be uh, like you know be vintage Boston life. And they did. Um, and they did that. But also the biggest thing is the Celtics. They didn't blow the lead. They didn't like get lackadaisical. They kept their foot on the throttle. And one thing I actually give Joe Mazzulla a lot of credit. He left the starters in there even when the Sixers took their like most of their starters out. Now people want to say they stat padding. I don't look at it like that. Look no. at the last few. Look at the last few series that they had. Look at the last few games. They like the Sixers. Like not Sixers. The Celtics have like have blown some very winnable games that yep. they should have had because they got lack lack like they got lax. They got like they got way too lax. So the mindset of not just the players and um, like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who was sensational, and Al Horford, who was a defensive monster, along with Robert Williams, Joe Mazzulla, like starting Robert Williams was key. But right. leaving your starters in there and keep getting them reps and keep attacking them until like there was nothing left to attack. 
that was one thing I really want to give the Celtics credit for and really uh, like really uh, took away from that game from their end. So shout out to them. Um, we'll talk about their matchup against Miami a little bit later on. But going on with the Sixers, it's just another story. It's really comical at this point. Like, you really can't make this up. Dog, I'm not sure if I told you. I probably told you. Probably. Um, or somebody else. Joe LMB is the only MVP in NBA history to never make it to a conference finals. He's also the only MVP in NBA history to blame his team for why they lost. Mm, no, I think there have been some others. But, like, Ooh. here's what I mean by that. We're not talking about a guy that won an MVP and didn't make it. We're talking about a guy. We're talking about any time that you ever won an MVP, any person that's ever won an MVP, before you won it or after you won it or previously won it, Joel Embiid is the only one that's never made it to a conference finals, dog. He's never won a game seven. Think about that now. And I repeatedly felt feel like he's the best big in basketball. I can't do that now. I when, he's healthy. when he's healthy. When he's, he's healthy. He's never played a full season. But, dog, no, I've been – this is why I've said – this is why I've always said Trey Young. I'm taking Trey Young over Ja. And we'll get – and we'll talk, we'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll talk about Ja um, a little bit later. But, dog, no, it's a availability. People got to realize there's two, there's two underrated skills in life. Availability mm-hmm. and patience. I'm not going to talk about patience. Patience is about me. But availability is a skill to have. Think about this. LeBron James' availability has been like one of the main reasons why he's been able to dominate the league for so long. We can even look at other sports, too. You can look at football and Tom Brady yes. playing forever. Yes. Because he takes Avail- care outside of the ACL. But that's, you know, no. it, yeah. Joel Embiid, he's never, he's never going to be able to. To play a full season, he—I don't think he's ever going to be in a, like go to the playoffs where he's not hurt. You think about think about this. All the years that he's been in the league, he didn't even play his first two seasons because he dealt with injury. And Joel, then his rookie season when he finally played, I think he only made it to like maybe ten games. Then he was out because Joel, he should because he should have won the rookie of the year that year. But because he was out, Malcolm Brogdon won. I still remember that when Malcolm Brogdon was in Milwaukee. Fast forward that dog. He had an orbital fracture. He had an orbital fracture in his eye. He had to wear a mask against Miami. Then he lost to the Celtics again in the second round. Then after that, he had another. He had another knee injury against Atlanta. Still played good, but dog that game. That game seven. Twenty one. He didn't do nothing for nobody. Fast forward to in the bubble, he definitely like he wasn't even hurt. Like he was just out of shape. Then you go, then you go to now. It's always something, and that's the forever trend. This is always gonna be in the chapter. This is always gonna be a story for for Joel Embiid. Fast forward to now, he is not going to stay healthy, and because he cannot be available in the times in which you need him to, and we know what he is when he's healthy. But the fact that you need him. To be healthy in those certain instances, for some reason, is not going to happen. He has played and he's been playing in the league since 2016, probably before that. But in games he's actually played, he has played. He played 31 games in 2016. 
63 games 2017, 64 yep. games 2018, 51 yep. games 2019, yep. 51 games 2020, yep. 68 games 2021, 66 Simple. games 2022. And then we're back. He is the fish from SpongeBob. You know, I was born with glass bones and paper skin. Every morning I break my legs. Never well, remember that was fraud. But remember, we later on found out that that was fraud. He's actually the actual version of that. He is the actual version of that. He he is the Sean Lee of the NBA. You remember Sean Lee, the old Dallas linebacker who could never stay on the field. I remember. And I mean, you're right. Like one of the most underrated things in any sport is availability. Yeah. If you you cannot dominate. You cannot be that dude. You cannot be a centerpiece or a star if you're not on the field. You're not on the court. You're not on the ice. You're not you're not anywhere. You can't dominate if you can't play. This is how it is. He's an expensive he, he's an expensive shelf or shelf piece. But like and I, I want to get to one thing you said too. Like, did you see his I, I know you saw his comments. Yeah, I saw I saw the comments on there. Um the fact that he Basically said, "Me and James both, can't do it ourselves." Which, granted, James, last time I checked, both of them combined for twenty-four points. James didn't score until after thirty minutes of game time. No, Tobias Harris had nineteen. So, uh, like Tyrese Maxey, uh, it, it, like yeah, Maxey he had seventeen. I have so receipts, the, sir. I have. Like, I have their postseason stats. Oof. And if you look at it from a surface level. Nope. Just at the surface level for team leaders, it is just Embiid and Harden. <laughs> Embiid's leading in points with 24, and I'm rounding up from five. So Embiid leads with 24 points, 10 rebounds. Harden has eight assists, two steals, and Embiid has three blocks, which I would hope so because you're like seven foot three. Yep. And you're athletic at that size. Exactly. Now, here's where it changes. If you look at their playoff stats for a And team, that's where everything, uh, right there, that's where everything changes. Tyrese Maxey is averaging 21 points, five yep. rebounds, two assists, and What's one steal. Uh, I don't have the percentage on that, but he's averaging uh, three assists per turnover per game. And then Tobias Harris, I don't have that. Yeah, I don't have their percentage off the top of my head. And then Tobias Harris, uh, the mid god himself is averaging 15 points, uh, seven rebounds, two assists, one steal. Now, Melton wasn't playing that good. I remember the first game. P.J. Tucker had, wasn't playing good. Yeah, uh, like he played good He, he played good like, uh, like um, yesterday. Yep. Like, like yesterday. He played good then. Um, but the other but, issue is that team's not deep. It's the same re- – it's the exact same reason why Phoenix lost is there's no depth. Once you yep. get beyond – and first of all, like don't – correct me if I'm wrong. No one ever looks at the schedule. No, no power forward looks at the schedule and goes, "Oh man, shit! I got Tobias Harris tonight." No, <laughs> no one does that. No one likes like, Tobias you, Harris. You're not, you're not fearing. You're not losing sleep over it. I mean, no. of course you're going to play against him with utter respect because he's an NBA player yeah. and he's starting for a reason. No matter but he's what not the Giannis. Is, he's not LeBron. He, he he's not that, Dane. He's not he's something not, that you got to overcompensate for. Yeah. You're not, he's not the guy where point guards go to sleep and be like, man, tomorrow I got to play Steph or like, you know, shooting guards, like, man, tomorrow I got to play Clay. Or just like anybody said like, oh man, I got to play LeBron. I got to play LeBron. I got to play Tatum. I got to play Brown. I got to play Dame. I got to play Jokic. I got to play, you know, Luca. Like I, there's other players that I got to play Jimmy Butler. Like yep. no one sees outside of Embiid and maybe Harden if he's feeling it. So what we're gonna do about uh, so what do you think the six is gonna do about James Softman? Process is over. 
process is done. Uh, uh, the, the process technically is not over till Embiid is, go, is not a sixer. So that would be the only thing. One thing I will say, the process has been a failure. Absolutely. And James like, Harden. That's, that's, that's a failed process. But James Harden is not a part of the process. No, like, he's James going Harden to is just like, that, like, yeah. Well, at this point, I don't know what James Harden is. No, he's going to take a better minimum and go get himself a ring. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to Phoenix. Uh, like, but, 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 dog. <laughs> You're talking about a guy that's an MVP back in 2018. Possibly could have won an MVP back in uh, 20, like 20, I think 2017 or 16. That was five, six years ago. That's yeah, what people I know, forget. I, I know, and that's the thing about it. And here's the point I'm gonna make. This is one of my takes. James Harden's not a superstar anymore. No, not not, not anymore. He's a after veteran after he left, after he went and like got a tra- and like got big and got out of Houston and then went and went to the Nets. The superstar status depleted. Yes, he had 45 points in, in game one and showed some leadership. I understand that. Yes, he helped his team dominate the Nets in the first round, but everybody knew that the Sixers was gonna win that um, was gonna win that series. Absolutely. That wasn't in question. But but like and they were the only team that swept their team in the first round. So and like give him credit on that. But um, but like with James Harden, it, it's the same old story, just a different, just a different team and season. When the playoffs come and you got to close them out and try to get your team closer to uh, to the promised land, he can't do it, man. No, the lights he are too bright. He, 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 the lights are too bright, bro. And I hate to say it, this man is Kirk. I'm like, I've said the Sixers are the Kirk Cousins of the NBA. They will put Ooh. like they will look good. They will look good in the regular like they, the Sixers are, are the Kirk Cousins. And the Dallas Cowboys are the NBA. Okay. For his manner, they look good in the regular season. By the time the money, uh, the rubber needs to meet the road, and you need to get the job done and get close to winning a championship, no, they can't do it. They can't do it. Okay. The Vikings, no, can't, get out, uh, the Vikings can't get out of the divisional round since they got Kirk Cousins, and the Cowboys can't get out of the first round. I see that. Okay. Sixers can't get the, and get out of the second. That That's what I mean. And James Harden... Bro, he he put up another dud again. I don't know what you do. First of all, his contract's about up, and there's a bunch of rumors that he wants to try to get in Houston. I doubt Houston's gonna call back, especially I with Emil Doka's at the helm. I would see that phone, and I would look at the caller ID. It says James Harden. I'm gonna start laughing. I'm gonna let it go to voicemail. Real quick, real quick, before we get into our next topic, because again, like another one's gonna, like the other one's gonna be another banger that's in the, on that that's in the like that's going on in the, on, in the association. No pun intended, but um. Monty Williams got fired. Monty Williams got fired. We're winning. Uh, Mike Boonehoser got fired. That doesn't surprise me. We, uh, we all got a feeling Doc, Doc is next. And to me, the Sixers should not get rid of Doc Rivers. Um, why? Here's the reason why. Yes, the record is bad. His record in Game 7s is bad. And I mentioned he's, been in, he's been in a lot of Game 7s. But he hasn't so, won a Game 7. <sighs> Uh yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but I still look at him. I'm like, dog, his team quit on, him. and a lot of that goes on yeah. him. But other, uh, but the other, uh, the other instance also goes into this. James Harden. How many times has James Harden quit on the coach? In how his many career? times James outside, quit on of, outside of Dan Tony? How many times has James Harden quit or gave up or just wanted to, like either leave or get rid of a coach? That's fair. With Joel Embiid, I mean, you look at you look at what he was, what he's been doing since Doc Rivers has been in the helm. He's won an MVP with him. His scoring has gotten improved, and plus he plays better defense. The only thing about it, 
his body just won't stay like him and his body just won't stay healthy on that one. That's not on that's not on Rivers' fault. That's but a problem with a lot of big men too. But the level of maturity on there, that like a level of maturity that he has and the growth of like a, a basketball player, I, a little credit goes out to Doc Rivers on that point. I but can't James say Harden, maturity. Does something, but the, with James Harden, dog, he just he, like he does not like any coach outside of D'Antoni, and D'Antoni just let him do whatever he do. And that's why. And, Doc, and that's the problem. And but, if Doc River loses his job, it's not on, like Embiid on both some responsibility for it. But majority of that goes on, um, but, but like a lot of that that's gonna go that's gonna go into James Harden. But like when your two stars are not going to step up and like and like step up, play great in games in which you need them to great what and great on uh, like need them to be great, your coach is gonna suffer from it. Well, the thing for me too, it's like. Your your franchise centerpiece should not be blaming the team and say things like me and James can't do it all on our own. Like that's that's what I take issue with. So like Kobe would never do that. Dame would never do that. Nope. Doncic would never do that. Joker would never LeBron, do that. LeBron's never done it. LeBron has never done it and will never do it. Durant will never do it. Nope. Uh Chris Paul, no matter how soft you may feel he is, Russell Westbrook that's will never do issue. it. Uh, nah. Jimmy Butler will never do it. No. Nah. All of your Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown will never do well, it. Jalen well, Brunson you, will never, Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. No one does that. Your team centerpiece, and if, if I'm in the locker room and I'm one of the other guys on the team, if I'm Tyrese Maxey, I'm going to coach. I'm like, look, him or me at this point, like I, I can, because Tyrese Maxey could start on a lot of teams as either a two guard or whatever, but like it's, you, the, the disrespect that they're showing that team and they're getting away with it is unreal. Like it's crazy to me. Like your MVP should never do stuff like that. Your franchise leader, your team leader should never do stuff like that. Speaking of franchise leaders and, t- and like team leaders should never do something like that. <laughs> um, you seen the job, you seen the job Moran video. Uh, I believe you had a song you wanted to sing for it. Oops. job did it again. Look, here's the thing. It's a, it, like the reason why we're joking about this. The first time the news broke out, we were very serious. This was a serious mm-hmm. situation. You don't want to play around with guns, and not no. to mention you don't want to see the person fumble the bag, lose a whole bunch of money, especially when you're a good and talented dude as John Moran. He's throwing his career. But the Go ahead, second sorry. time they do the same offense and same thing. Oh, now we're gonna. Oh, now we now we can joke about it. Um, I'm not gonna waste no breath as far as like the whole, you know, be, me being a black man and uh, seeing another black man just, you know, constantly like tread lighter and lighter over a cliff to the point where they're about to lose millions on millions of dollars, hundreds of millions but, of dollars. Yeah, Nike like, chose him over Kyrie. Like, wiser people have tried to talk to this dude and saying like, "Yo, you got to do better, and you need to surround yourself with people that you can trust and that's gonna make you better." But he wants to surround himself on like with other people. And plus, he wants to like put on this facade of being something that he's not uh, like who like who he really isn't. I mean, the dude is from the dude is from the suburbs of South Carolina, which mm-hmm. is actually a nice place on how he grew up. He grew up nice, man. He had both his folks, but at the same time, it was like he's trying to revert back into something after he got his money. Dog, you do not want to downgrade on that one. No. Now, I never look. I never grew up in the streets. I grew up on a farm, which I'm grateful and blessed for. I don't hide away. I, I don't hide away from that. 
And I don't I, like. I believe me. I've been down a road in, or a path in my life where I tried to act a certain way in which I was not bred, um, which, which I was not breeded, mm-hmm. and it pay, and it paid a price for me. I mean, I lost a lot. I lost a lot of my identity growing up, and plus as well as a lot of my reputation. Once I came back to my roots and remember where I came from, a whole lot more successful followed along the way. I don't know what's going on with y'all. I'm not gonna speculate what's going on with y'all, but I can tell you one thing. He got like he got to learn to cut some people off, man. And like because the people that he, um, the people hang, hanging out with the first time he was it was like he was being stupid and that he was on his IG live. Mm-hmm. This time it was with his boy, and his boy was quick to cut it try off. Try to cover quick, it up. Try to cover it up, but this dog, this is twenty twenty three. Social media is everywhere. Everybody, everybody's an, everybody think they're an analyst. They're gonna analyze every single video image that's on there, and a lot of people are reaching. I you saw the not, you I saw you the screenshot before I saw the actual video. Everybody and everybody look and everybody done seen it now. And not to mention a lot of people that's I'm like dog. I'm more, like Shannon Sharp talked about it. I'm, I'm gonna testify on it. I'm more dis- I'm more disappointed than the people that's gonna try to defend them. Yeah, no, hundred percent. No, this man is really about to lose millions on millions of dollars. Think about this. Yes, where he's at, it's legal to carry a firearm, loaded or not loaded. It's mm. legal to carry it. But last time I checked, the government ain't paying you. No. The NBA is paying you. They're a exactly. private entity. They're the landlords. You cannot tell your landlord what to do. You cannot tell your boss what to do. He who has he who has the gold makes the rules. Right. If you don't follow them, you don't get a piece of that gold. Right. And that's like to, to exactly to your point. Like it's, and I mean, did I cut you off there? No, you good. I, exactly to your point. Like it's sauce Gardner said it best he's like and like some people are like, what why is the nfl player weighing in on it because it it's happened in the nfl too it's happened in all sports look all these people like it, he even said it's like we all have guns we just don't all talk about it like there's no reason to brag about it i understand memphis isn't the best city it's a it's a traditionally dangerous city you know from all the reports and everything you see which i mean it, 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 man, i mean it's it's been known to be a bad area and i mean every city has their bad areas but like, you're right. He's trying to be something he's not. He's trying to go for that, you know, in my opinion, he's trying to go for that, you know, street cred. He's trying to go for all that, which I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But you're literally throwing your life away. You are when Kwame Brown, of all people, is calling you out. And for those who haven't seen it, there's a video circulating on Twitter. Kwame Brown put something up where he basically he called him because uh, they were listening to the NBA young boy in the video. He said, "You're not NBA young boy. You're NBA dumb boy." Like, it, which is funny, but I mean, like he he's throwing away his whole career. He got he has the max contract. He's got tens, if not hundreds, of millions of dollars in endorsements with Nike and a bunch of other people. He's the face of Nike. He's the face of the Memphis Grizzlies. He is throwing away probably half a billion dollars right now. I'm good about Powerade. Yeah, Powerade, all of it. He's throwing away. He just got a so, signature shoe from Nike. Throwing away so much money, so much money. Just to, he, it's, look, those people view him as a meal ticket. Now, here's the problem. When that meal ticket goes away, what happens? When the value of it. Yeah. When the value of the meal ticket goes away, what happens to those friends? Gone. They disappear. They because view it's all Because it's all about, it's all about business for them, man. Like, for a lot of those people that, like, and I know we got to move on. For a lot of those people that are with you now because you made it. You gotta really think about 
who like are they really going to be there if you wasn't if you did right. not make it or if you did not have all that money it's a situation when all the lottery winners suddenly find the love of their life a day after they win the lottery but dog, like, it's, it's also another thing man dude's a father he's a father he, he he's the and face he of it fa- and he got family man and he like it, it to play slightly and i'm not defending job but like to to play devil's advocate here like to quote Charles Barkley, when people like were saying, "Oh, well, you know, kids look up to you," because I'm not a role model. I'm not saying you have to be a role model for the people who watch the NBA. Be a role model for your kid. You're a father. Like, okay, you, I agree with I yeah, agree with that. I mean, like being, I agree with Charles when he said that, like way back then. But now it's 2023, and you might you might not see yourself as a role model, but for some odd, some reason, like society. Like puts professional athletes at such a high pedestal, on a pedestal that a lot of that a lot of people in society do hold them to that uh, to that degree because a lot of the societies and like children see them as that way and they know that if they don't uh, if they act a certain way that like those guys that unlike those kids like they're gonna act the same way as a lot of those professional athletes are gonna act and that's and they're gonna try to justify it and that's gonna cause another issue so a little a little like they're uh, unofficial unintentional role models. At the same time, yeah. So it's more they're in the public spotlight. That's people where the look up bi- these kids. That's where the, kind of the business side of the mm-hmm. NBA comes into play. It's and not if you affect that business; they will get rid of you. It's not so much as role model. I feel like it's more of you're just in the public eye all the time. So, like that's. I mean, now I'm with you. Like that's where I'm at. Like this is it, it's. He's throwing his career away when Kwame Brown is calling you out, and y'all y'all can look at the video. Uh, when Kwame Brown is calling you out, like that's. You wake up, man. Like, there's a reason why we're all poking fun at him. You know, fool me once. And there's a reason for the saying, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Or fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Like, it goes That's what we're sh- joking now. Yeah. It goes to show that the whole situation, like, he may have been sincere in the first apology. He don't care anymore. And he's suspended indefinitely. But anyways, that's that's a whole other thing. Uh, we we it, It's dumb. He's being dumb. He could have killed somebody, man. Who knows if the gun was loaded or not? Like, he could have killed somebody. It don't matter. You don't want to take that chance. Exactly. That it's, again, we could be debating gun safety and you know psychology of children looking up to athletes, but that's not what this show is. So let's keep it sports. Let's go back into it. Jalen, conference finals predictions. So we have the bubble rematch. We have the Celtics versus the Heat, and then the Nuggets versus the Lakers. So well, the interesting thing is like the Celtics and the Heat. The Celtics and the Heat faced each other in the conference finals last year. Mm-hmm. You still just came out on victorious on that one. We gonna do it again. You hope. Um, Celtics heat goes inside. Yeah, I'm hoping that all the conference finals end up in Game Sevens. I think Lakers Um, Nuggets is Nuggets and six. Heats or Heat Celtics is Celtics and seven. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Celtics and I'm gonna go Celtics and six. Um, because I had to. I had to think about it. Um. I think Jason Tatum's gonna have a good series. Uh, there's no Tyler Hero. I think I know. I know Eric. Uh, Eric Spoelstra is a tremendous coach. Jimmy Butler's gonna get his. Mm-hmm. I think without having a Tyler Hero or somebody that you know consistently can step up to make those type of plays to help you win games, without that, that's gonna put way too much on Jimmy Butler. Where I don't think the Heat are gonna be able to overcome that. So no. I, I see the Celtics winning in seven. I still believe it's going to be a game, uh, a seven game series because I think the Celtics 
they're going to be some games where they should dominate and they should win. But the, I think I think there's going to be some games where they're not going to close out. Hayden Butler's so gonna that be so that's that, uh, it, it is. But I'm also trying to think like who is who is guarding Jalen Brown. Um, what is Miami going to do with the matchup or with the with the lineup that has Al Horford and Robert Williams in the lineup? Because Williams, he's looking healthy now, so he's going to be able to get boards along with Al Horford. Um, Al Horford's an elite shooter what, like, too. We got to remember like, that. <laughs> is Miami going to be able to like like stay consistent with their three point shooting? Remember, in the first round, they shot close to like forty five percent from deep. Mm-hmm. Second round, it dropped down to forty two, but at the same time, it was still high. Like it was still high enough for them to win with Gabe Vincent and um and like uh, shoot uh my, like Struess. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin so Jr. Are, are they are, are they going to be able to keep that shooting consistently? They have to in order to compete. They have to shoot around those like not even mid. They got scratch it, not even low. They got to hit mid to high forties in three point shooting for them to like beat the Celtics. If yep. they don't get there, Jimmy Butler's going to show up. He's going to do his thing. Always. He's going to get his. But somebody else got to be able to step up. The team's got to be able to step up. They got to find a way to generate stops. This is going to be a really good coaching matchup. Um, for Joe Mazzulla, knowing that he has a better team than Miami, but he like Eric Spoelstra ain't going nowhere. He's gonna find a way to design something. Jalen Brown, still, I see the Celtics winning, uh, winning that matchup. Jalen Brown is gonna have to dominate this matchup because Butler and Tatum match up very well. Smart and Lowry match up well. Adebayo and Williams match up well. Uh, Horford is not gonna be able to carry the team because he's a role player. So Jalen Brown is gonna have to be the guy. Which I think he could rise to the challenge, no, no problem. But I mean, these teams match up pretty well, actually. The Celtics are just the deeper and more complete team, and that's why I think they take it. I think the only reason why it goes to seven is because Butler just drags them to the finish line because that's what he does because he's that good. Now, when it comes to Lakers Nuggets, I don't think that Davis can keep up with Jokic, and I guarantee you that. Uh, Jamal Murray is going to outpace uh, Reeves. Dog, that's a pick'em series. Look, I, all I know is this: this series is going to be a whole lot different than the bubble. Whoever the, wins the East wins the finals. Uh, not going to go that far because, like, the way the Lakers are playing right now, you can make a you can make a serious case that they can, that they definitely can win the finals. Um. I think the Nuggets will win that series, but I would love to see a Lakers-Celtics finals again. And if they do, we have to get heavy back on the show. Bro, bro dog, I feel like that's going to happen. I think it's going to be Lakers and Celtics in the NBA finals. Think about this. Hmm. And I know you're going to I know you will hate it, but I really want you to like think about this. LeBron James just became the all-time leading scorer in NBA history as a Los Angeles Laker. Right. They were projected in the beginning of the season to not make the playoffs. In a trade, then a trade after the trade line, deadline, they became one of the be- they became one of the best, if not the best, team in the in the NBA since the trade deadline. Right. He's playing well. Anthony Davis is playing well. It's the Los Angeles Lakers, the highest brand, the meal ticket. They always they're always going to get high viewership. And then you got the Boston Celtics. That's their fan base in of itself. You got that those two rivalries. Those two rivals, they had that rivalry in this year's NBA Finals. And the Lakers win the NBA championship 
LeBron, the season that he became the all-time leading scorer is a, is another is a five-time champion. It's tell a me a be- song. Tell me a better t- yeah. Tell me a better storyline than that. Now I'm rooting for the Nuggets simply because I want to be a WWE t- style heel. I want to be able to spoil that because guess what? We never got. You know how we never got like Kobe versus LeBron in the NBA Finals, right? I want to ruin that storyline of the Lakers making it to the finals and like LeBron winning the championship, uh, the year he and uh, the, the year he breaks Kareem's record. I just want I, I I want that. I just want to see that level of pain from a lot of those LeBron fans and Lakers fans. That's just the pettiness in me. I just don't like the Lakers. I know I you just do. don't like so- the Lakers. I've never liked the Lakers. But also now that's the pettiness in me. Let me go to basketball route. I'm gonna go to Nuggets in seven games, six. Because as much as I, uh, because as much as we know, Yoke can't stop nothing on defense. But I don't see nobody on the Lakers stopping Yoke. Street clothes ain't stopping Yoke. He not. He's gonna get a few blocks. But if Yoke is able to get things going, Jamal Murray is healthy. Michael Porter Jr. is healthy and he's playing and he's playing at good rhythms. They're deep. Mike Malone is the coach, and he knows how to coach. Yep. And they're riding momentum. Mind you, they're the number one seed. Game one starts in Denver. If they take care of home home court, it's going to be hard, man. They just got to win one tough. in L.A. if now they take LeBron, home court. Now, LeBron got some good history in Denver. Right. Back in 2018, he was going crazy. But, it's a lo- it, but dog, this team is a whole lot different than what it was in the bubble. Speaking of the bubble, or speaking of the bubble real quick, um, now, right now, this is a special conference finals because this really showed that the bubble was legit. And for a while, I actually thought the bubble wasn't real. I I, I didn't think it was a thing. I thought without it, without it not having home court, like a real home court advantage, this just don't feel right. Now, where we are now with the Nuggets and the Lakers and the Heat and the Celtics. The bubble feels right now. Yeah, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad one bit. Shout out to the Braves uh, for blanking the Rangers too. By the way, twelve nothing. Let's go because we needed it because we got swept by the Blue Jays. Yeah, that's but a little, anyway. Little side as of recording this. Um, but anyway, so I go back and look at the bubble. I'm looking at like LeBron was much younger. He was still uh, predominantly the best player in the league, uh, like in the NBA at that time. Mm-hmm. You got Yoke, who had Murray, but did not have the Michael Porter Jr. that is playing right now. Uh, with the Lakers, they are not as deep as they were back in 2020 when they had KCP, Dwight Howard, uh, Anthony Davis was playing at a high level uh, at that time. Uh, you can make a case Anthony Davis in the bubbles uh, is not playing like was much better than the version that he is right now. Like. Yeah. AD's playing good right now, but when he was in the bubble, the joke dude was unstoppable. And like he was literally stopping Yoke. But now Yoke is playing at a high level at the moment. And they need that. Like Nikola Jokic, I still can't figure him out, man. I can't figure him out. I want to say he's Tim Dun- he's a little bit of Tim Duncan offensively without the defense with some dirt and Winsky. He's that type of game, but also. Bro got some magic to him. He, he got a hint of magic. The way he's able to see the floor and pass the ball. 
I still don't get it. Like he's that like, yes, he's tall. Again, I mentioned he's that big kid that's like taking swimming lessons next to a bunch of other little average, like like five or six years old. He's that tall five or six year old kid that you question like his birth certificate and he's playing basketball, rec ball basketball on like with these other kids and not only and he don't even need a jump to get the rebound. He's just standing up, reaching out his arms, and everybody trying to get a rebound from him, but he's holding his hand, like hit the ball over his head where nobody can reach him. That's yoke to me. And I just, I just don't get it. Like, how is he actually, how is he really dominating the league like this? And now we question his MVP seasons a while back for him to not care about the MVP, as he mentioned early on the year. And lead his team to the conference finals, potentially to an NBA finals. I got to give it up to him. He's the best big in, in the game. Absolutely. Honestly, it's like Powell and Duncan, I think, is a better comparison. Because both those. That's what I was thinking about. It Powell was like Powell Gasol. Yes, Powell Gasol. Without Powell and Duncan. Yeah, Without Powell and Duncan. Without the I mean, defense. That, yeah, dude can ball. I mean, it's. I, we've been talking about it for weeks now. Like, dude looks like the kid. He plays like the kid at the park who doesn't look like he can shoot to save his life. But the second he picks up the ball, he just absolutely bodies you. Like, it, it's I'm interested to see what he does. But I mean, I'm I think I think Denver's just Denver's too deep. And like, yeah, you have the LeBron factor. But like I said, Denver is so deep. LeBron cannot play all five positions. LeBron, you can't have five LeBrons on the court at one time. It just doesn't work. It's not possible. Denver's taking it in six. I think Denver takes it in six. They close out in LA. That's just how it is. All right. So we got one more bit of news to get into. Uh, Matt Ryan is now a uh, NFL commentator. Ooh, I'm choking. How do you, how do you feel about that? You know, get some water. You're choking here. <laughs> now, you I know how Matt, now I know how Matt Ryan feels. About 28 or three sips. Ah, I get I get about three. <laughs> or in this case, no, no, look, okay. I don't think it's going to, I don't think um, Matt Ryan joined the CBS. Congrats to him. I don't think, yeah. nothing, like, he said it's not a, a retirement post, even though I feel like it is oh, he's to done. a degree, but, you know, it is what it is at this point. Um, Look, I feel like he's had a really good career. Right. He's the best quarterback in the front and like in the franchise of the Atlanta Falcons. He's had a lot he's had a lot of accolades. He's done very good. But I'm gonna say the same thing that I said in some to a bunch of people in the Twitter space. And I agree with a guy named D Mac that was on Twitter. Matt Ryan is not a Hall of Famer. No, he's not. And that's I, I the amount of delusion I see from people go, oh, he's a Hall of Famer, look at his stats. Okay, how much of those came in garbage time though? Blake Bortles threw for three by three garbage thousand, time 3, you yards mean, and seasons, and they were garbage by, time yards. By garbage time, you mean the times that like his team was winning or the times that he was getting blown out and he was just trying to fight? Times he was getting blown out and just trying to fight, and the defense was giving him yards because they just wanted the game to be over. And they can give up two, three touchdowns and still be up by 20. Like he's what, 60,000 yards? So he's over 60,000 yards. But I mean, how much of that was in, you know, fourth quarter blowouts? How much of that was in, you know, it, there's a lot of stat padding that happened in that career. 
And I mean, I'm not again, you're right. He's not a bad quarterback, but like our we're if you haven't figured out by now, we're huge prime fans on the show. There's a Hall of Fame and there's a Hall of Game. And Matt Ryan belongs in one of those. And it's not the Hall of Fame. And it ain't the Hall of Game. It's the Hall of Mid. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm more like Hall of A. He, he, but that's he, just me. Look, no, he's not a bad quarterback. He's look, he's good. He's not a bad quarterback. He he he's a good he's a good tier three guy. Yep. He like he's a guy that's gonna get you a whole bunch of stats, man. Like somebody's comparing him to Phillip Rivers. They're both in the same boat. Yeah. They're guys like where okay, I like Rivers better. They're, like they're guys like okay, they could get into the nice club. They're not touching the VIP room. Mm-mm. They're not touching. They're not touching like the good the good bottles on the top of the shelf. They're getting the common stuff. Like that that that's what like that's what they are. They have high level achievement. And I like of course it's easy to bring up the twenty eight to three loss in the Super Bowl. I understand that. And yes, that's one of the biggest talk. Like that's one of the biggest red flags, biggest like thing, biggest things in his legacy. But it's not only that, bro. That's not the only. He's gonna be dog. He he couldn't finish so many games. There were games where he had leads, and I understand that he had some bad defenses and he had different head coaches. But you was still had the ball in your hands. A quarterback is responsible to 60 to 70 percent of results of football games. Bar none. You can have all the talent or you can have no talent. Majority of the time, the quarterback is gonna be is gonna either lead you or fail you. Yep. Sometimes it can get you there and then it's outside of your own control. Not all his mistakes or all of his losses were on him. I recognize that. But he's still gonna hold responsibility and it's still gonna be his name. People keep saying it's not fair. Guess what? My grandfather told me, boy, fair is where you get a, a big slice of pizza, a turkey leg, depending on where you go, a big pretzel, and you ride some rides. There is no fair in life but that. I mean, you're right. I'm trying to pull up his win percentage uh, for career games. So he has a 53% win percentage. Dog, that ain't good. He is 129. Scratch that. That's good. That's all right. That ain't great. No, it's 124, 109, 1. And not to mention, like, bro, and somebody said, like, you can't compare uh, like him to, like, other quarterbacks in this division. Uh, Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because here's here's the thing. When we talk about, like, I'm I'm not going to compare no uh, NBA to the NFL. Bro. He played in a division with Drew Brees, Cam Newton, and maybe in a few seasons with Tom Brady. Yeah. I think he's only won two, maybe three division titles in his career. I think he got three. Yeah, he got three division titles in his career. 2012. Um, 2016, definitely. And I think 2010, the year Aaron Rodgers beat the crap out of him in the division around, and Aaron Rodgers won his first Super Bowl. Sounds right. Yeah, so like, th- like those are the two division games that he's won. Outside of that, Drew Brees has dominated that division. Cam Newton just came into the league. He dominated that division. 
And then Tom Brady, the rest is history on that one. Dog, he's never beaten Tom Brady. No. Think about this. He's never beaten Tom, he's never beaten Tom Brady. Heck, by record and by technicality, Desmond Ritter's beaten Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Now, that, okay, that's look, that's reaching and, and like uh, throwing shade, but dog, look, I get it. A lot of people want to go based off like what he's done for the Falcons and off the stats. You cannot justify that. And one of these days, we're going to have a conversation about Eli Manning. But at the same time, it's like this. Somebody once said, when it's all said and done, you got to tell the story of the NFL. Will Matt Ryan be mentioned as, uh, as far as can you tell the story of the NFL without Matt Ryan? And the answer is yes, you can. But yeah. with Eli Manning, you can't tell the story about the you can't not tell the story about the NFL without Eli Manning. And I recognize that. But we're going we'll get we'll talk about in, uh, like Eli Manning on another episode when it's but Eli's look, time to deal congrats, with all Look, congrats to Matt Ryan with the CBS job. I think he's going to do terrific. I think he's going to have a much better career than that than he did in and he did in the NFL. Yeah, same. And he had a and he had a pretty and he like I said he had a, he's had a really really good NFL career. That means he's gonna be even better as a like as an analyst for CBS. So congrats to him, but he ain't a Hall of Famer. If he no. gets in, he's gonna be in that room. He's gonna be in that room of height. Yeah, but he ain't he ain't gonna be he ain't gonna be no first ballot. He ain't gonna be that dude. I'm just imagining there's a separate hallway in Canton where all the Hall of Famers are, but it's like over the. Is that one that, that says, got that one and maybe that one two bathrooms that look like just commoners? Over, it's over, not gonna. It, it's not gonna be that. It's not gonna be the one that got them nice bathrooms. that got like five different toilet and a bathroom attendee with the, with the TV in there. Scratch that with two TVs in there, and it actually looks gold. No, their bathroom is gonna be with white walls, some tile uh, some tile floors, maybe one TV if they lucky enough, and no attendant. Over the door, it just says eh. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, once they open it, it'll go like eh. Hey, how much time we got left? Not too much, man. But yeah, that no man. Let's go and wrap it up. You got anything else you want to get into? Yeah, we gotta re back. We gotta revisit that talk on that topic of conversation where you like where you was trying to either we we was talking earlier mm-hmm. about Popeyes and Chick Fil A. Yeah, uh, look, chicken sandwiches, Chick Fil A, everything else. Chicken, I will give you Popeyes. That is that's my last and final statement. I, we ain't got time to debate this. Let us. Hey, here's what you can do. Tweet at us. Let us know if you want to. Let us know when we post the episode. Episode's probably gonna go live around Saturday. Tweet at us and say, "Hey, uh, at TDS and Pod, whether it's Popeyes or Chick Fil A, or what the best chicken sandwich of the game is." That's a good way to get some interaction. You could do that in po- or in podcast reviews too. Go on Apple Podcasts, go on Spotify, and tell us which chicken sandwich is the best. Because that's what you can do, because we want to thank you guys for listening. The best we can tell us that you'd like the show is to go on any podcast platform that allows for ratings, five-star reviews, comment, because for some reason it feeds that algorithm. Tell us what your favorite chicken sandwich is. It's Popeye's, it's Chick-fil-A, if it's you know Raising Cane's, if it's Zaxby's, if it's anything. Let us know. It's a great way to interact with us. If you like the show, tell everyone you know. If you didn't like the show, this never happened. Don't comment. Don't take out your opinions on our views. Uh, in our reviews because that's not necessary that's cruel and unusual if you didn't like it you can keep that thought to yourself or you can come at us on twitter with all the smoke because we welcome it with open arms 
Like I said, you can find us on Twitter at TDSN Pod. It's going to be a great way to get out or kind of interact with us. It's the best place to interact with us as well. If you have another show that you just want to come at me, we have another show called um, Is This a Bad Take? It's ITA Bad Take Pod on Twitter. Just kind of breaking down my little rants and seeing if, you know, if this is a good take or a bad take. Episodes start to come out of that. Yeah, I've been busy. (laughs) Busy with work, busy with everything. What is sleep? (laughs) What is sleep? So, anyways. That's yeah. that. If you guys like the show, let us know. If you want to get your shout outs, because that's what we're going to get into next. Best we can do that. Retweet the show, like the show, review the show, anything like that. And we will give you your shout out. If we forget, let us know and we'll get you on the next one. We want you to know that we appreciate well, probably you. Probably not. Oh, I'll get them on the next one. If you let me know, I'll get you on the next one if I missed you. Anyway, so here are our shout outs for the show. As usual, if you got wrestling shows you want to get into, check out Austin Boyer uh, over the Wrestling World Podcaster, John over Wrestling Fan Insight. If you're looking for a more broad range of topic of sports shows, check out Jim over at Fan of the Van, uh, our boys Brent and Dave over 1420 Podcast. I know they're uh, feeling it with the Maple Leafs being eliminated from the playoffs. I uh, want to shout out to the guys at the BSN Sports Podcast, Aaron and JD over at the Bruliana Sports Podcast, Nate's Daily Wager, Darian over at Chill Takes. We will have you on the show. I promise we're going to figure this out. Um, Love of the Playing Field with Dave and John, the We Like Sports Podcast, Sports Betting with Jake and Scott, Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris, the Refiltered and the Stupid History Minute Podcast, and the uh, You Bet Smart Podcast as well. Forgot about them last time. I'm not forgetting this time. Love those guys. They just did an episode on should Pete Rose get into the Hall of Fame. You got a better case than Matt Ryan. <laughs> and on that note, thank you, thank you, thank you, and we will see you next time. Peace!